What's up, everyone? Welcome into episode number 193, where I will talk about week number 11 of college football, where Michigan plays Penn State, Michigan State plays Ohio State, and then you also have teams fighting for the MIAA and the GLIAC as well. So we'll talk a little bit about those games and Jim Harbaugh news as well. So let's get started out with Michigan against Penn State, one of Michigan's biggest games of the year uh, playing at Penn State. You also have the news that Jim Harbaugh has been suspended for the rest of the year. At least it seems like three games. Um, He will be able to coach throughout the week, at least practice. He won't be able to coach during the game, though. Um, Michigan did, I think, uh, as of most recent, did have an injuncture. So there's a chance that Jim Harbaugh could still coach tomorrow depending on what that judge decides but let's talk about the football game Uh, you got two teams that are battling for the Big Ten championship you have Michigan undefeated so far you have Penn State has one loss to Ohio State Uh, this is going to be one of Michigan's if not hardest games the toughest game that Michigan's going to play and I know some people might argue Ohio State But it's never easy to go into Penn State, ever. It's never going to be an easy game. I still think the Ohio State game won't be easy as well, especially just because it's the last week. And there's a really good chance that both the teams are playing for a Big Ten championship and college football opportunity at that point. But let's talk about this game, one of the biggest games, like I said, of the year for Michigan. Uh, This is a game that I believe Michigan is... Four-point favorites in this game. You don't really see a lot of favorites going into Penn State too much. I think that has a lot to do and say about how good this Michigan team is. They've been dominant against every team that they've played. There's been a few times where the game was close into halftime, but after halftime, Michigan just would blow out the other team. So I could definitely see that happening in this game. I think Penn State's gotten a little better, especially offensively. I think Drew Aller's been pretty decent throughout the last couple of weeks. I think Penn State's going to have to do a little bit better job of running the ball against this Michigan team. I think they're going to have to take a little bit of pressure off of Drew Aller in this game if they want to win. I think they also have to get off to a fast start because we really haven't seen Michigan get down by more than seven points. And we really haven't seen kind of a lot of pressure be put on them. We've seen Michigan go down 7 nothing, but that's just because the other team had the first drive and scored on the first drive. But after that, the other teams really haven't done a whole lot against this Michigan defense. So it's going to be interesting to see what this Penn State offense looks like Tomorrow, you also have Penn State's defense. Manny Diaz has done a pretty good job this year on defense, but can they stop an offense like Michigan? That is probably one of the best, if not the best, offense in the Big Ten. Do I think Michigan has the best offensive player in the Big Ten? No, I think that's Marvin Harrison Jr., but overall, I think you have a really good wide receiver in Roman Wilson. I think J.J. McCarthy has been fantastic this year. That's why he's in the running for the Heisman. Uh, Blake Corum hasn't really gotten too many yards because he really hasn't had to because you have Donovan Edwards and a couple other running backs that have had quite a few carries as well. I think this is going to be one of Michigan's toughest tests offensively going into this game because I think, like I said, Manny Diaz has done a great job um, with that defense, but it's going to come down to which team shows up because you got a Michigan team that is very upset right now at what's 
happening to their head coach. You got a Penn State team and a coach that hasn't been very good in the big moments. We've seen James Franklin not win a whole lot of the games in the big moment. And it's going to be a big moment for both of these teams because if you want to win the Big Ten, you have to win this game for both teams. Because if Penn State wins this game and Michigan wins against Ohio State, that makes it a three-way tie if Penn State finishes out with not another loss. There's a real possibility that if Penn State wins this game that they could be going to the Big Ten Championship, just depending on what the teams did that they played in the West. There's a really good chance. Like, Penn State's nail and not out of this. Now, if Penn State loses this game and Michigan wins, which I think is what a lot of people are expecting, then Penn State's done, and it's really going to come down to Michigan, Ohio State, in the big house, which probably a lot of people is going to see what's going to come in that game, which is probably going to be a Michigan win. As of right now, um, we'll see what that offense looks like in Ohio State. But I think this is going to be a good game. I think it's going to be a competitive game. I think you're going to have a team in Michigan that's not going to be very happy. I think you have a Penn State team that wants to get right, wants to get a big win at home. And you're going to have a game that a lot of people are going to watch. going to be a fun, entertaining game. I'm super excited to see who wins this game. Let's go on to Michigan State against Ohio State. Michigan State are 27.5 point underdogs. Uh, Yeah, that seems pretty right because we have seen Michigan State not play Ohio State very closely the last like three or four years. Ohio State's defense has been very good. That's one thing I would be really concerned about if you're Michigan State. Your offense hasn't been really good this year. Ohio State's defense has been really good for the most part. Um, Ohio State's offense, and I'm going to say this with a caveat, because Ohio State's offense isn't as good as it has been in years past when Michigan State has played them. The caveat here is, do I think they will score less than what they have against Michigan State? No. I think Ohio State will still win this game pretty handily, in my opinion, just because, one, the game hasn't been close, but two, you have two wide receivers and Marvin Harrison Jr. and I forgot the uh, Ujabo that are two really good wide receivers. You also have a really good running back as well in Trey Henderson. You have enough pieces that you're going to be able to score a lot of points against teams that are not very good. And while Michigan State's defense has been playing better recently, I still think they'll give up quite a few points, especially because, like, you're not stopping Marvin Harrison Jr. Like, we have seen what the secondary of Michigan State has looked like against really good wide receivers, and they've struggled. Like, struggled is putting it mildly. They haven't been performing well, and I think a lot of that has to do with, one, the wide receivers, but also the quarterback. And I think Kyle McCord isn't the best quarterback Michigan State has seen. I definitely think Michael Penix is. Do I think Kyle McCord is, like, a like the Nebraska quarterback or the Minnesota quarterback, like not a good quarterback. I think Kyle McCord's a decent quarterback. I don't think they're anywhere close to what they've had in past seasons, but I think Kyle McCord will be able to throw the ball against Michigan State. I really have concerns that this Michigan State team won't be able to move the ball down the field. So if I had to guess, I think this game will be probably another loss for Michigan State. Coming off of a win against Nebraska, at least they're feeling a little bit 
better about themselves in that game. If Michigan State can keep this game close, I think this is going to be one of the games that they could possibly keep closer, at least compared to years in the past, just because I think the offense just isn't, like I said, as good as it has been. Again, though, that defense is really good. So I think if they do keep it closer. It's probably because, again, Kyle McCord just isn't as great as what they've had been and probably not a top four quarterback in the Big Ten, in my opinion, because I think you got J.J. McCarthy. I think you got Talia Tungvailoa. Maybe he's three, maybe, depending on the day. There's not a whole ton of great college quarterbacks in the Big Ten. Drew Aller, you could maybe argue as three, uh, but he has been a little bit inconsistent as well. But, yeah, you got Michigan playing... Penn State, you got Michigan State playing Ohio State, both on the road, both games that a lot of people are going to watch because you got Michigan, Penn State at noon. You have Michigan State, Ohio State in primetime. So one's going to be definitely a lot better than the, than the other, if I had to guess. But yeah, that's kind of really it for week 11. Um, Let's go on to the MIAA GLIAC a little bit. You have MIAA, you have Alma playing Elvian in their game this week. Uh, Elwell basically wrapped up the conference championship last week. Uh, but if Adrian wins this week, then there's a real, then there's a possibility or there will happen that there'll be a split of the MIAA championship. Elwell will still go to uh, playoffs, but there's a chance on the line that there could be a split of the MIAA championship. I do expect Elwell to win this game though. You also have GVSU against Davenport. Davenport's been playing really good um this year they did lose last week to fair state but they've been playing really good there's a real possibility that if gvsu loses there could be a a tie in the gliac as well which would again go to gvsu but i do expect gvsu to probably win that game as well last thing i really want to talk about i hadn't really talked a whole lot about this recently pistons have continued to struggle they continue to lose they lose to the 76ers by eight tonight red wings continue to struggle as well um they lost last night in overtime at least they got a point um it kind of seems like the teams have been struggling a little bit as of late which isn't a great sign after a really hot start but one last thing i really want to talk about is the Detroit Tigers because we haven't really had a whole lot of kind of news about the Detroit Tigers recently and we actually got good news and I think and I want to do this I want to give Bally Sports a shout out because I think they did the right thing and they announced that they will be having a new play-by-play broadcaster and he is one of the best play-by-play broadcasters in the business and that is former White Sox play-by-play broadcaster. And I'm pretty sure he did call the World Series as well, Jason Benetti. He's absolutely fantastic. If you've ever had a chance to watch or at least listen to his call, he's awesome. And he had an interview um, with a couple people, I think, yesterday. And it was, it was an awesome interview. He basically said that... Um, He's super excited to come to Detroit. He wouldn't come to Detroit if he wasn't excited that they didn't have a great plan. Um, We're going to have a much improved play-by-play this year. You also have Dan Dickerson is going to get some calls 
on TV as well when Jason isn't going to be there. You, so you go from Matt Shepard, which Matt Shepard's a good guy. Like, I think a lot of people would agree that Matt Shepard is a good guy. But he's just not a good play-by-play person. So you're going from a room that was ranked one of the lowest in the MLB to Jason Benetti, who is one of the best. So, dramatic improvement. Great job by Bally. Like, I know Bally probably won't be here in a year or two because I don't think Bally's going to make it, to be completely honest with you. But, like, great job by the Detroit Tigers. You know, I actually, I want to correct that. I think the Tigers, the Tigers actually hired him, not Bally. So, it's going to be a good job by the Tigers there. I think they're definitely starting to become a franchise that is looking like a legit franchise now under Scott Harris. But yeah, it's going to be fun listening to some games this year on TV. I think it's going to be a lot more entertaining. I think it's going to be a lot more watchable, especially the product there. And I think the product on the field as well is going to be a lot more watchable as well, or listable. So yeah, super exciting news about the Tigers. Uh, bad news about the Red Wings and the Pistons. Hopefully the Red Wings kind of start getting going a little bit. They've kind of struggled scoring on power play. I believe they did change up their power play a little bit, so that hopefully will revive that. Um, Red Wings need to get better at scoring. Goaltending has been a little bit of an issue there. Uh, Goaltending penalty was actually the reason why they lost, or one of the reasons why they lost in that game a couple nights ago or yesterday. They did get a big win against Boston, which was great, but then after that, they've kind of been sliding, like I said. So yeah, that's kind of really it for episode number 193. I know it's a little bit of a shorter episode. Uh, not really a whole lot going else on, at least in the state of Michigan, uh, at least for Michigan State. Oh, Michigan State women's soccer ends up winning their first um, round tournament matchup against, I believe, Ohio. Michigan, I think, did as well. Michigan State hockey has been playing really well. They did lose to Penn State in overtime. Michigan hockey has been playing well. They did lose to Minnesota 43 tonight. So there's a little bit of kind of an update on other sports. Um, yeah, so that is a wrap to episode number 193. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. Enjoy week 11 of college football. Got some exciting games. You got Michigan, Penn State. Definitely going to be tuning into that game. You should as well. And then we got Lions football. And how am I going to end without talking about Lions football? Uh, let's quickly talk about Lions football, and then I'll wrap this up. Lions football, they play the Chargers on Sunday. I believe like 4, 4, or 5. This is going to be a big game for the Lions, just because I think this is a real opportunity for the Lions to get a win against a pretty good Chargers team. Justin Herbert really hasn't been playing amazing this year, but Keenan Allen has looked great. Austin Eckler has looked great as well. Defense really needs to show up. Um, Offense... Has been looking healthier. This team overall, I think, has a perfect bye week. Um, David Montgomery is going to play in this game. I believe there's only one player as of right now that is currently out for this game, and that's Vitae due to a back injury. Everyone else is either questionable or doubtful. Uh, I believe Donovan Peoples-Jones is actually questionable, which we just traded for him as well. But yeah, this is a really big opportunity for the Lions to get a win against a good opponent in the Chargers. Justin Herbert's really good. Um, Their offense has been really good, so hopefully the defense plays well. 
Hopefully that bye week kind of gets them going a little bit, getting them a little bit healthier, getting them a little back to what they used to be. Hopefully it doesn't hurt them. I know some teams start really slow after a bye week. But yeah, you got Lions this weekend. Hopefully they can get a win. You got Michigan State, Michigan football, high school playoffs as well. And then you got like Division two, Division three, um seasons ending as well. So yeah, that's a wrap to episode number 193. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode and tune in to the next one.